This episode is sponsored by Honey Badger. In this episode, we're going to have a look at hotkeys. And so, on the screen, I have represented a keyboard, and we can type in different characters. And as we type them in, we see that the letters are getting highlighted on the screen. This is all happening through stimulus, and it works regardless of which key we are using. So I can do the F keys as well, and that'll register. But you do need to be careful on some of the keys because it can have some caveats and browser interactions. And so almost all of these keys are going to work, even the back and enter. But then when we get to keys like the control, alt, or command, those aren't going to pick up. However, we are able to do key combinations like a control K, and then that's going to then give us a message. And so all of this is happening on the front end, and we are using stimulus to do this. And this methodology can provide a lot of different kinds of shortcuts that you can do on your application with something like you would see with Hey. And to listen on the keyboard shortcuts, we are going to be using a library called hotkeys-js. And it's a really nice library, but again, you want to be careful that you aren't using keyboard shortcuts that are already on the browser. For example, like the zoom in, the command plus, or the zoom out command minus is being overridden here. And then it's getting picked up by hotkeys.js, but it's not allowing the browser interaction. So you do need to be careful with that. And we're also going to be looking at the stimulus hotkeys library, which is a stimulus wrapper around the hotkeys library. And so within our terminal on a fresh rail seven application, we can do a yarn add, and then the stimulus-hotkeys. This will bring the stimulus-hotkeys library into our application, as well as the hotkeys. And then in the app JavaScript controllers application.js, we can import in the hotkeys from the stimulus-hotkeys. And then once the stimulus application is loaded, we can then call the application.register, and we want to register how we are going to consume this. So we'll call it the hotkeys and we want to register the library hotkeys. And typically when I'm doing this, I would prefer to keep these grouped together just so I know that this is regarding the hotkeys. And it is important that you do this in the app JavaScript controllers and in the application.js instead of the index.js or in the root folder of the JavaScript application.js. Because if we were to add this into the index.js, what you would find is that this is going to get automatically rewritten every time the stimulus manifest update is ran. And that's going to get ran automatically whenever you generate a new stimulus controller. So you definitely don't want to put it in the index.js. I never manually touch this file. I always just let the auto generator manage it for me. Next, we'll go ahead and generate a stimulus controller, and I'm just going to call it ping. As you can see, this did run the stimulus manifest update, which added in the ping controller, and then it did the application register. So then to use this library, we can create a tag, and I'm just doing this in the welcome index page. We'll make it a div, and we can then call the data-controller. We'll initialize the hotkeys controller, then also the ping. We can then pass in some data attributes, so we'll have the data hotkeys, and then the options that we can call is the bindings. And this is going to be a value. We're then going to set this to a hash, 
software, we have the keystroke, and then we have the action that we want to call. So if we did a control plus K, and if we want this to go to the stimulus controller ping, and then we'll go to the action or function pong, we can convert this over to a JSON, and then that should be good. So now we just had to create this pong function, which within the ping controller, we'll create the pong, and I'm just going to do an alert, and we'll call it pong. So if we come back and refresh our application, I'll hit the control K, and then we got the alert. So you can use this for really anything that you want. Any kind of keyboard shortcuts that you want to do, you could just make a request back to your application to then fetch more records, launch a modal, or do whatever else that you want. And for example, on Drift and Ruby, I recently updated it with a skip back and skip forward feature on the videos so you can use the left and right arrow keys to quickly navigate through a video. So there's a lot of different kinds of options that you can do with this. It's not limited to just a search, and it does provide a lot more functionality, and it's more simple to use than manually listening for the keystrokes. And to get the interaction with the keyboard, I'm gonna paste in the basic keyboard here. And because I'm using Bootstrap, I just have a bunch of different kind of classes and columns that I'm using to generate this. And you can see what this looks like if we just refresh the page. And right now, if I press any keys, it's not doing anything. But to get this to work really isn't too hard. We just need the data controller and the hotkeys, and we'll just add this in on the button. So for the escape button, if we add in our data controller, we'll set that equal to the hotkeys, but then we need some other kind of stimulus controller. And so I'll create another one just called press key, and then we can have a data, hotkeys, bindings, value, and we can set this equal to, and it does need to be in the form of JSON, so I'm gonna use single quotes, and then, for the escape key, that's gonna be ESC. We'll do a colon and then double quotes. And we'll take this to the press key and then the action toggle. And so I'll save this. We then need to generate that press key. And then within this controller, we can create a toggle function. Within this toggle function, we can simply call this.element, which is our button. And then we'll get our class list and we'll toggle and let's toggle the button dash secondary, which is the default view. We can then add the button primary. And so we'll save this. We'll come back to our application, refresh. And now when I press the escape key, it'll toggle it on. I can press it again to toggle it off. And so then we can basically copy this down and repeat this for all of the different ones. So I'm gonna take the F1 through F12s. I'll copy this. I'll update this value. And then that's all we should have to do. We can come back, refresh, the escape key still works. And then if I press the function F1, we see that that works as well. And this is really too much. And I'm not going to go through all of these because I have already done it before, but I'll just paste in what I did before, which is the exact same thing. And we can have a look at these where it's the same idea. We had the data controller hotkeys calling the press key. And then we had the data hotkeys bindings value, the key that we're listening on, and then the stimulus controller in action that we wanted to go to. And as we go down for things like the backtick, the numbers, that all works. For the backspace, that does require the full backspace. Same for the tab. And then we have the first row of letters. 
Notice on the backslash, I did have to put two of them in there to escape the backslash. So just one of them will get registered. We had the caps lock key. And then we get to an interesting one with the single quote. Because we couldn't use a single quote up here because then it would end the string. So I can use ERB to make it a JSON and then call two JSON on there to get the same functionality. And then the enter is going to be a return and pretty much so forth. The only ones that I didn't get working right out of the box were the control alt and command. Those are a bit weird and you can get them to work individually, but typically it's going to be used together in combination with something like a control plus K. But we can come back to our application, refresh, and as you can see, it's working. So if we had some kind of functionality where we wanted to do a bunch of different kind of keyboard shortcuts, then we could do that without any issues with this library. And again, you want to make sure that any kind of keyboard shortcuts you're using, you're not going to be overriding the default shortcuts. So like a command R would be a really bad one. Same for the command plus, command minus. You just want to make sure that you're aware of these and that you're not overriding the default functionality of the browser. Well, that's all for this episode. Thanks for watching.